Hey everyone, I'm Scarlett from Scarlett Riot and you're watching CMS TV. All right. Uh, if you don't have anything else, nah. I thought I would uh, bring this up since we're talking music news. Okay, go ahead. So here's a guy that you and I, has, we, we both have zero interest or have any use for. Okay. Jan Wenner. Oh, I love this story. Please continue. <laughs> so, Please continue. So the head of Rolling Stone magazine. Yes. And what? used to be the head of the rock and roll hall of fame mm -hmm. he got the boot good the guy that fucking ruined our city go ahead i'm gonna let you read the story before i start venting all right so jan wenner who who is uh you know ran rolling stone forever in a day he had the wherewithal to decide who gets in the rock hall and who doesn't right and most of his picks, as far as like Rock Hall inductees, he had zero interest in mostly metal bands. Mm -hmm. Most of the metal bands have gotten into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame through quote unquote fan, uh, what do you want to call fan support, voting? Fan voting or support. Mm -hmm. Even, even one of my favorite bands as a child, uh, Chicago got into the rock and roll hall of fame because they were not a rolling stone darling yeah during their tenure and uh they only got in through a fan voting thing that's right and uh judas priest did not get into well and, and this guy just has had if he had a problem with you you didn't get in he yeah. was like foreigner you know, Foreigner has sold 150 million fucking records. I'm not saying they're the greatest band in the world or anything to that effect, but 150 million sales means that you're a you're a Hall of Fame level rock band. Right. You know, he didn't want to put Journey in. Journey, he he held out Journey for the longest time. Right, of course, and Kiss obviously, you know. Kiss. Obviously. Iron Maiden. Uh, obviously Eddie trunk was always on the kiss should be in the hall of fame bandwagon. Yeah. You know, and, and it took forever and a day to get them in there. Yeah. He won't put any of those bands in there, but he can't wait to put in any fucking Lou Reed clone that there ever was. Sure. Douchebag. So not on the merits of being a worthy band. It's well, whatever Jan Wenner thinks. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, fuck that guy. Well, Amen. well, finally, finally, uh, he's gotten his comeuppance as, as the old, uh, saying goes a day after the publication of a New York times interview in which Rolling Stone magazine founder, Jan Wenner said that black and female musicians, quote unquote, don't articulate at that level of the white musicians featured in his new book of interviews the rock and roll hall of fame announced that he has been removed from by dickhead board of its directors goodbye dick 
Jan Wenner has been removed from the board of directors of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation. A terse statement from the rep reads in full, uh, reads in full, contacted by Variety, a rep for the hall, had no further comment. Later on Saturday, he issued an apology through his publisher, Little Brown, the company saying, in my interview with the New York Times, I made comments that diminished the contributions, genius, and impact of black and women artists. And I apologize wholeheartedly for those remarks. Good. The the Masters is a collection of interviews I've done over the years, he continued. That seemed to be to best represent an idea of rock and roll's impact on my world. They were not meant to represent the whole of music and its diverse and important originators, but to reflect the high points of my career in interviews. Yeah, lovely. I felt these inter- uh, illustrated the breadth and the experience in that career. They don't reflect my appreciation and admiration for my, for Mirotic totemic. What a name, what a, what a term here. My Mirotic totemic. World. Okay. Smart guy. You're so fucking brilliant. Right. Changing world artists whose music and ideas I revere and will celebrate promote as long as I live. I totally understand the inflammatory nature of, badly chosen words and deeply apologize and accept the consequences otherwise you're deep down you're a racist what's he gonna do not accept the consequences you're fired dickhead that's it rolling stone distanced itself from winners (laughs) that's always make me laugh when i read those words because all i can hear is chris aiken in my head i'm gonna have to distance myself (laughs) (laughs) right Rolling Stone distanced itself from Winner's comments and social media post on Monday. Well, that makes it official. Jan Winner's recent statements to the New York Times do not represent the values and practices of today's Rolling Stone. Does anybody read Rolling Stone today? I mean, is that even a thing? I didn't even know they still published. And notes that he has not been directly involved in its operations since 2019. Yeah, we have nothing to do with that guy. Yeah, since 2019. And why is he sitting on your board? No, he he's, he he has no involvement with Rolling Stone. Oh, okay. Uh, Wenner is co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was launched in 1987, has served as chairman since 20 until 2020. The Rock Hall Foundation and Museum have separate boards, but Winner was not on the latter board. Reps for Winner did not immediately respond to Variety's request for comment. Multiple sources tell Variety that Winner's ejection came on Saturday after a heated, a heated emergency conference call with the board members. Well, including veteran executive Irving Azoff and Doug Morris, YouTube music chief Lior Cohen, uh, CAA head of music Rob Light, and longtime Bruce Springsteen manager John Landau, in which Wenner attempted to make his uh, case but ended up angering them instead of instead with a bad apology. <laughs> and described by billboard 
he didn't act sorry when source said because he's not yeah in the ensuing vote sources say that only landau who launched his music career as a top rolling stone writer in the 1960s did not vote to eject winner reps from the several of the above executives did not respond to varieties com uh, request for comment the comments came after uh times writer dave uh, marchese asked why winner did not include any people of color or female musicians in the masters which features interviews with white male musicians including bob dylan jerry garcia mick jagger john lennon bruce springsteen pete townsend and u2's abano all of whom Rolling Stone had long celebrated when it was under Wenner's editorial direction. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're not creative geniuses. It's not that they're not articulate enough. Uh, go have a deep conversation with Grace Slick or Janis Joplin. Please be my guest. You know, Joni Mitchell was not a philosopher of rock and roll. She didn't, in my mind, meet the test not by her work, not by other interviews she did. The people I interviewed were the kind of philosophers of rock, Winner said, of black artists, you know, Stevie Wonder, genius, right? I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word. Maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just don't articulate at that level. All right. See, I hate that I'm going to have to do this because on this level, I have to defend him. Yes. On this one level. Right. He's writing his own book. It's his book. Who the fuck is anybody to tell him who he should or shouldn't include in his book? Right. It's not that he should or shouldn't include is what he was saying what he made in that statement and that that was a poor and and i'm, I'm gonna it's a bad choice of words and, but. Poor, and that's what he said it was a bad choice of words it's like but the way that he said it or if you use the context of the words that he used they're just not smart enough to really vocalize uh things on a genius level their their music might do the talking but if you talk to them in person yeah, they're not really at the top of the, you know, top of the heap. But he's not saying, and, and maybe I'm missing it. Mm-hmm. He's not saying that no black artist is. He's saying that those people that he talked to weren't. Yeah, but but he used the term articulate, which yeah. is a stereotype for they're not intelligent enough to use intelligent words. And Maybe that goes, weren't. That, again, that, that, that might be the truth, but in today's PC culture nah. that you can't ever say that. Uh, remember when, remember when Obama was running for office? Unfortunately. Yes. Remember Joe Biden, who is now the president of the United States. He said he's a articulate, well-spoken guy. He's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff. He was more or less. Uh, and he's one of the good ones. Yeah. He's, he's not your typical black. He yeah. can actually speak words. He's a good, he's a good black. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, this kind of harkens back to that stereotype that, well, they're not articulate enough to express themselves. Yeah, that's kind of a reach. I agree. But I, I'm glad. I'm glad they did reach in this one case because he's such a cunt that I'm glad he got fired. Right. But I don't like the fact that he got fired for something he shouldn't have been fired right. well, for. Well, again, uh, everything is with the whole words. Yeah. He should have been fired for putting chick into the fucking rock hall, not for fucking not wanting to have an interview with Grace Slick or whatever in his book. Right. So getting back to what he said, I suppose when you use a word as broad as masters, the fault is using that word, maybe Marvin Gaye or Curtis Mayfield. I mean, they just don't articulate at that level. So so he he used two black men, be it Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield, and then he Mm -hmm. said they don't articulate in that level. In other words, they don't have the, the ability to... But maybe they were dopes. I, I, don't know. I, I don't know, but you can't in today's. I, I, I know what you're saying. I, I know you can't. Days. I know no matter what, even if they were fucking half retarded, you got to say, well, they're just proud black men. Exactly. Or proud men. You can't, you can't even, you can't even say that they're just stupid black guys. Right. You just have to say they're stupid. They're stupid. In fact, you can't even say that. You have to say, oh, they're black. Well, they're brilliant. Oh, yeah, of course. IQ of 61 doesn't matter. They're fucking brilliant. Yeah, well, well, but again, he did say that about their music. He said geniuses, right? Like Stevie Wonder and geniuses, right? But when interviewing them, they don't articulate at that level. Yeah. So they... I hate that I I don't have a problem with what he said. Well, I don't either, but... In today's PC culture, that just was like a death knell, you know? Oh, what are you saying? That they just don't have the ability to speak properly? Yeah, especially in the board of liberal cocksuckers that he was up against here that that he helped build. That's the whole thing. So, again, it's just like uh, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. You know, live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah. Go Go broke. Exactly. I mean, look at what Pete Townsend was writing about or Jagger or any of them. Yeah, because he was just like he's just in the doorway waiting on a friend, right? <laughs> genius. Yeah. Dude, come on. Most songs are not genius. <laughs> Most of them are not genius. I mean, who who in your mind is a genius level songwriter? Well, I mean, me personally, I, I can't pick out one person. But if you look at the, the gloating and the, the, the ass kissing that goes on, mm-hmm. who's the first name that comes up as, oh, this guy is godlike. He's the most genius songwriter, most introspective songwriter that ever lived in the entire history of the world. I think a lot of people would say Dylan. Well, yes and no, but close. Springsteen, Dylan, you know. John Lennon, man. Oh, yeah, come on. But that's that's the go-to, right? John Lennon, man, he 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 just like usurped everything that came before him, man. Stop it. He did you he loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> and I love the Beatles, so I'm not shitting on the Beatles on no, any way, shape, or form. But my point is is the is the is the critics yeah. are the ones who elevate these artists 
to mm-hmm. to whatever level they are. Yeah. Like that if you were to ask any of these people like a Jan Wenner or whatever, oh yeah, John Lennon, he was he was super, super human man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever notice that anybody that's considered on that level we generally hate? Yeah, because because they're they're uh, pompous or they're um contrived douchebags. Yeah. They all are. They really all are. Even I mean, I like Springsteen's music personally, but man, what a dick. I know. What a monumental cunt he turned out to be. That's the point. Uh, and they're all liars too, and that bugs me too. Him, Bono, all these guys. Well, they're pretentious. That's yeah. the thing. They're pretentious. They're all about the working man until they make their first fucking hundred million. And then they then they couldn't be bothered. Right. You know, now Springsteen's charges seven hundred dollars or a thousand dollars a ticket for the working man. Shut up. You went down to the river. Too bad you didn't drown, you fuck. Right. Uh, they were deep things about a particular generation, a, a particular spirit, and a particular attitude about oh, rock. Shut roll. up. Not that the others weren't, but these were the ones that could really articulate it, man. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. They're, Shut they're fucking singers. <laughs> they're not fucking world changers they're singers stop giving them that kind of fucking credence you dick well, but that's the whole thing uh winner who founded rolling stone in 1967 and served that it's edi- as its editor and editorial director until 2019 added that he could have considered his decisions and just for public relations sake Maybe I should have gone and found one black and one woman artist. Well, all right. Now you're getting a little bit fucking. <laughs> but now that, you're saying there's got to be a good house nigga to get to get into my book. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Include here that didn't measure up to the same historical standard just to avert this kind of criticism. Oh, my goodness. That, oh, now that statement's a bit rough. That's a diversity hire. Yeah. Uh, well, you got to throw a black and a woman in there somewhere. Which which one of these? Stevie Nicks? I don't know. Uh, you know, Grace Slick. We're gonna throw in there. I can kill two birds with one stone if I bring in um, Rebecca Batu or whatever. You know, whatever no, that comes oh, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, riding on a freeway. What's her name? Tracy Chapman. Oh no, no. <laughs> riding on a freeway. Oh, Aretha. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. He could have killed two birds with one stone with that one. She's a historical yeah. figure in the music world, right? Aretha Franklin. Yeah. All the all the big songs that she had and you went with Freeway of Love. That's all I could think of because <laughs> you brought up well, because you because you brought up Bruce Springsteen. Right. Yeah, the Clarence Clemens. Right, of course. That's that's what made me think of that. <laughs> Harry SBCT, respect me, man. Jan Winner gave none to me. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh which I get it. I had to I had a chance to do that. Maybe I'm old fashioned and racist and I don't, <laughs> don't give a shit or whatever. I wish in res- retrospect, I could have interviewed Marvin Gaye. Maybe been the, maybe he would have been the guy. Maybe he would have been the smart nigger that would have, you know, <laughs> is that what he said? No, I'm just throwing that in there because oh. that's what it sounds like he's saying. Yeah. Maybe Otis Redding had he lived would have been that guy not surprisingly winner received a torrent of negative comments online after the interview was published 
In the interview, Wenner also made several controversial comments about his own editorial policies, admitting that he allowed his interview subjects to edit the transcripts of their interviews with him before publication, including an explosive 1970 interview with John Lennon. Oh, my God. No, not that. Not God. Yeah. John Lennon was able to shape his own, uh, you know, his own image by Uh, saying, yeah, take that out of there. Take that out of there. Imagine John's a fraud. Right. Exactly. Editing his words. (laughs) (laughs) Winner stepped down from Rolling Stone in 2019, a few months after the publication was fully acquired by Penske Media Corporation. In December of 2017, PMC acquired the controlling interest of Wenner Media Parents Company of Rolling Stone, a valuation of just over $100 million, according to the sources, close to the transaction. He remains editorial director of Wenner Media PMC and is also the parent company of Variety. Yeah, so it ain't like he's broke. No. He's just not not wearing the rock hall, which is a good thing. Right. The real question is, can they now fix the fucking rock hall? Can they now? With with him out of the way, you got to wonder if there's any chance that uh, some maybe more deserving bands will actually get a nod. I would hope so, because it's just, you know, I I mean, I'm a music guy. That's that's my passion. And I live in the city that that has the rock hall. I. Me and people like me should want to celebrate the Rock Hall. Is that a fair statement? I would agree. And, and you know, one of the bands that I personally enjoy that are not in the Rock Hall, surprisingly, mm-hmm. yeah. is Three Dog Night. Yeah, There's a ton of bands. They, they've not ever even gotten a mention. It's like, no. why not? I know. It's, it's tragic what this fucking jizz ball has done. Everything that he's done has made me hate that place. I talk about it all the time. Let's hook a boat to one of the posts and pull it out into the into the fucking lake. Right. Because this guy has taken what should have been the jewel of this city, the landmark that every Clevelander wants to celebrate. It should have been that. And instead, from day one with that fucking pay guy, P-A-I guy that did that ridiculous design of that building that has nothing to do with rock and roll. All the way to putting the nomination ceremonies not in Cleveland every year, having them in New York instead of here. You know, they've wrecked it. They've wrecked what it was supposed to be about. Now, Now with all the fucking Madonna and Chick and... Eminem and Dr. Dre and all that shit. It is not what this shit was about. This shit was about rock and roll. This city is about rock and roll. Cleveland, we have what? One rap art artist that has been even remotely popular in the, or two in the history of Cleveland. And since the, when did rap come up? 80, 78, 80, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. Yeah, so that's what, 40 years? In 40 fucking years, Cleveland has produced um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and um, 
what's that band? Um, the rappers from God, what is that band called? Cleveland rap band. I'm gonna hate myself for not knowing. I don't like them, but Cleveland rap band famous. Um, but, 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 but Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay, those are the only two that Cleveland has produced in 40 years. So why are we including them in a Cleveland institution that is founded off the back of one Cleveland DJ that was spinning rock and roll records? Isn't that what the, what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was built upon? Alan Freed's yeah. legacy? Yeah, Alan Freed. And, he, and, and we're not... The one who coined the term rock and roll. Yeah. And we're not respecting the legacy. Mm -mm. Alan Freed wouldn't have been playing chick. Alan Freed would not have been like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, let's play some Madonna. And I like Madonna. I like Chick. They don't belong in that building. Start a rap Hall of Fame. Start an R&B Hall of Fame. Start something else. They've ruined what should have become Cleveland's. Cleveland should be known for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. But 99% of the Clevelanders, if you ask them, they say the, Cle the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sucks. And that's sad, man. That's sad for, for, you know, I'm not super community guy, but that really, really fucking makes me upset that the one thing we should be able to cherish, this cocksucking fuckface wrecked on every level. He wrecked it with what he put in there. He wrecked it by ignoring the bands that should have been in there. He wrecked it by not forcing... What kind of credibility does the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have if you don't have to come to the facility to do the induction ceremony? Right. That'd be like, we got the Canton, the Football Hall of Fame down in Canton. Every year, these guys fly in from wherever the fuck they are to walk across the 50-yard line and grab their yellow jacket. Right. Every year. In, in and baseball over in Cooperstown, when they have their induction every year, every one of them gets up in front of a fucking podium in Cooperstown, New York. Not exactly tourist central. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's, it's Cooperstown. It's yeah, not. It's out in the. It's out in the. You know, middle middle of New York State. Yeah, they're not re. They're not re. Um, redirecting to Madison Square Garden. They're saying, you want to come to the Baseball Hall of Fame? It's in fucking Cooperstown, New York. Canton, Ohio for the Football Hall of Fame. But for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, well, we can have it in New York or we can have it in L.A. because that's more convenient for the bands. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck the bands. This is where the fucking building is. You want your little trophy for the wall? Then fucking show up. It's that simple. And this fucking dick is the one that feckin' made all these. Why? Because he's a New York guy. Yeah, of course. And, and, and again, uh, excluding some and including others just because they, they were a Rolling Stone darling or you got along with them or did yeah. along with them. It's just like, okay, well, I'm going to just going to ignore your contributions because yeah. I didn't like you personally. So fuck you. I don't give a shit what your personal feelings are. You cannot tell me. As a music fan, and I dare anybody to tell me that Elvis Costello had more influence in the world of rock and roll than Judas Priest, Deep Purple, Journey, Foreigner, Kiss, um, pick one, any one of them. 
You're gonna tell me how Elvis Costello had more fucking influence than any of those bands. He didn't. He was fringe rock in the small clubs in the fucking hipster part of New York where dickheads like this hung out. Right. Period. I fucking hate Jan Winner. I'm glad he's thrown out of there. You know, I go wear your pork pie hat and go back to your Greenwich Village uh, hubble. Yeah. I'm glad somebody punched him in the face and reddened his eye, too, in this picture. It's a fucking dick. Yeah. I hate this motherfucker. Uh, I I kind of gathered that. Another guy that he did, another group that he fucked over for years and years, uh, Hall and Oates. Right. How many fucking hits did Hall and Oates have? And I know it's not only about hits, but should there not be a like in the baseball? Baseball, and and it's one of the problems they have right now with baseball. They're not letting Barry Bonds in. Yeah, because of the you know because the of the steroids. steroids. Yeah, of course. Which they should let him in. I don't give a shit if he's. I don't give a shit what he was doing. You got to hit a to have to have seven hundred and sixty-two home runs or whatever. That's yeah, a lot of hits. Yeah, more more homers than Hank Aaron. That's that's more that had more to do with fucking being a good hitter than it did with with ju- being juiced. The guy the guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and there used to be. The rule of if you had 500 home runs, you made the Hall of Fame. You know, that was kind of the unwritten rule. 500 home runs, 1,000 RBIs, 300 lifetime batting average, 3,000 hits. Any of those big four, you made the Hall of Fame. I got to think that in rock and roll, if you've had 20 top 10 songs, should that not be an automatic induction in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You would think so. 20 is a lot. That means that every time you release something, you were consistently loved by a very large portion of the of the record buying public. And and yeah, how I remember when I when I was supposed to walk through the Rock Hall with fucking uh, John Oates, and Oates literally told me that he was excited to walk through it, quote unquote, at the time, because that's the closest I'm ever getting to that building. That's his quote. <laughs> and I think they might be in now. I'm not sure if they're in or they're not now, but this is years and years ago. Sure, but but he said that to me, and that's just a crying shame. And meanwhile, then two hours later, they, at the, well past their prime, were in front of fucking 10,000 people at the Tower City Amphitheater, sold the fuck out, singing non-stop songs that every single person knew every word to in the room for two and a half hours they got inducted in 2014 yeah so that was after that because this mm-hmm. was way back that was like 2002 or three when i did that rock hall thing with him you know it just it this guy has ruined ruined he he to me he's as guilty as lebron james as far as doing things to really hurt my fucking city so fuck him. I hope he has a heart attack and dies. I hate him. I fucking hate him. I hope they don't even let him go in with a ticket. Keep his ass out. Have a sign on the window. Don't let this motherfucker in. Right. Fuck this jizz bag. Yeah. I really don't like him. Yeah. Well, I kind of gathered that from your, from your <laughs> evening comments. 
I, 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 I am not a fan either. I, I just don't like the idea of the elitism that, uh, well, I didn't like this band or I didn't get along with that guy. So fuck him. They're not getting in the rock hall, regardless of their contributions to music and their career. And you know, all this other things. It's like, well, we, they, they weren't a rolling stone darling. Yeah. It's, you know? it's, it's crazy. You know, and, 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 and this goes back you know, again, everybody has their own faves, but you know, obviously, Eddie Trunk was on the uh, was on the bandwagon about why isn't Kiss in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Why isn't Kiss? Yeah, well, my uh, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna die next week. It's he like might. Chris predicted it, but and I'll but, celebrate that one. But my uh, my thing is, is even though they got in, but under quote unquote fan vote was yeah. was the band chicago it's like it's they, should, they they sold 200 million records yeah and they couldn't get a vote in the hall of fame but they yeah. had to be voted in by the fans yeah it's 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 ridiculous it's it's absolutely ridiculous you know and 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 i just I, you know this is me my civic pride part of it i love cleveland i always have and it, it pains me because, because you, and you know this, dude, you lived here too. People that don't live here, they always ask about the rock hall. Sure they do. They always ask about the rock hall and they're like, oh man, you must love the rock hall. And then I got to tell them the truth. No, I don't. It's a fucking shithole because of this cocksucker, you know, and they don't, they don't celebrate the bands here. They don't make them come here. It should be. You you know how like All Star Weekend is in any city whenever they have an All Star game, whatever All Star game it is, it's like a whole week. You know, like when even like when WrestleMania comes to a city, the whole week is shops and events and shit going on about it. The easiest thing in the entire world to do an entertainment week around would be rock and roll music. You could have all the bars and you could, you could probably get the bars to work with each other to hire, um, cover bands or something to do the music of the inductees all week and have the rock hall out there celebrating it. Uh, you know, we're inducting Judas priest. And if you go over to the Odeon on Thursday, there's going to be defenders of the faith, the Judas priest band playing a set of the rock and roll hall of famers, Judas priest, or, you know, something like that that could really get the fucking town charged up you know and turn it into an event and instead everybody in cleveland hates this fucking guy and hates what he did to it and is embarrassed when when they announce the rock and roll nominees and it's fucking you know pat benatar's drum tech <laughs> you know it's like jesus fucking christ you're embarrassing our city right and by the way, just one quick one out of the out of the locals chat. Somebody put in about going back to baseball. How about Pete Rose? Pete Rose should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. Right, of course. I mean, just stop with this nonsense about he gambled. Now you turn on your TV every to every other fucking commercial is is FanDuel or DraftKings. Yeah. You know, here, here's how to bet on the game. Dude, in the when you're watching the games, they show the lines. When you're watching the game, they show you the over-under on the game. That's a new thing on the little thing on the bottom. The over-under on the game. It's all about gambling, but this guy can't get in because he gambled. Never against his team. 
Get the fuck out of here. Fucking that commissioner in, in baseball is another fucking douche nozzle. <laughs> right. He got me all fired up at this. At the I, end of this I, show. I, could, I could tell. Jesus. Hmm. All right. Well, Jan winner out. Maybe the Rock Hall, if that means anything to anybody, uh, will see you know a turn for the better. Who knows? Let's hope. But uh, but I see other douchebags are involved with that Rock Hall. You know, obviously Bruce Springsteen's manager and all these New York guys. Mm-hmm. It probably won't change. Nope. It's still going to stay a shithole that us Clevelanders will never fucking get behind. Well, Jan Winter would still be part of the Rock Hall Hall of Fame had had his politically correct uh, statements not been published. And say, oh, we got to distance ourselves from that immediately, even yeah. though we agree with it. We just this, yeah. we got to pretend like we don't like it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's just what they're doing. They're what just- would Howard Stern say? Would would Howard reprove? Probably not. Not now, because he's woke and he's proud, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> garbage that's why i hate everybody that's not nice ricky <laughs> yeah exactly like pete rose haircut <laughs> very popular for down syndrome it is, people it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's a communal thing it really is a bad cut yeah they all say i mean ona always used to say and did did they have a pete rose haircut yeah <laughs> all right well let's get out of here all right we we've we've entertained you long enough we gave you enough yeah so i'll let you pick a song to take us out of the evening all righty then let's go with the band victory huh. with the song love and hate because i love music and hate yon winner right that's from the gods of tomorrow record all right Love and hate. Yep. Got it. All right. All right. Well, again, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in. There are some changes afoot for the CMS and the streaming and the links. And Chris will get the the other stream going. Yeah. You know, once you figure out what it is that we're doing. And yeah, we're just missing one. I just got to figure out which one we're missing. All right. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in and uh, been part of the show. We are going to have uh, what Charlie Kendall and Ron Keel and our good friend Corey Harker on next week. Is that we next are? Week? Yep. Right. We're going to be talking about the return of the Metal Shop. Metal Shop. <laughs> the only show with teeth. Yes. All right. Well, I'm a. I'm fan. excited. I'm excited yeah, about. I, that. I am too. I'm a fan. I I would have never known. You know, 30 years later that uh, we would be talking with Charlie Kendall, a show yeah. that I listen to pretty religiously every Sunday night. Absolutely. Can't so wait. I will uh, let him know what a fan I, I, I sure. am, was and how much I enjoyed the show. Yeah. I just hope he's like still got it. That's yeah. always my hope. But it, from what Corey says, he does. So wouldn't it suck if he comes on? Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's Charlie Kendall. <laughs> I have to do the show from my bed. Yeah. Here's a band that really rocks. It's Madonna. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the return of Metal Shop. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. All right, perfect. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Everybody have a safe and enjoyable week, and we will be back next Saturday night. So this is Neely along with my very good friend. Chris Egan. We're gone. Bye, kids.